I'm not, I'm not kind to myself. Um, and that comes from a lot of wounds. So it's hard to accept when someone says, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to accept certain things. Like when people say certain things about me, or it's even hard to accept that God loves me. Like mm-hmm. that is a hard concept for me. Cause I'm always like, well, how come he loves me if like I'm still messing up? <laughs> like, dude, are you gonna get tired of me? Cause I'm getting tired of myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's my kind of thought processing. Like, you know how Jackie was like, "There's yeah, nothing you I was can gonna do bring it up. Yeah. that God is gonna not love you. Like, He's still gonna love you regardless of yeah. your mess ups, your falling back, and all your sin or whatever. You know, and I'm a perfect example of that because I'm still standing here because of the grace of God, and how He's brought me he's pulled me back every single time you know so can i actually ask about renew yeah sure go ahead well like what what were your thoughts i liked it yeah it was it was i it came at a good time Mm because i like i mentioned (laughs) the whole traveling thing was yeah hard and i'm just going through a few things so it came at a really good time i really think um it was I like to believe that God gives me these small little gifts, like these small little... Like, like renew. Like renew is a gift. Yeah. Like he gives me like little rays of sunshine. Okay. In like a storm. You know, like when you see like the sky is yeah. like gray and then randomly the sun just appears and there's like a little ray. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, the sun's coming out. And then it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, like it's still dark. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no, it's not. Okay. But at least... But I saw this ray of sunshine. Yeah, that was that was renew. <laughs> that ray of sunshine that was there for a second, and then it was gone. <laughs> it was great. I liked it. <laughs> but doesn't it feel like almost like a like a tease that never stops then or never ends? Um, Where it's just like, no, I screw this now. Like I'm, I'm over the the excitement of a sun coming out, then just to be like let down. You know what? I've learned that. Uh, spiritual their spiritual life is not just based on those hyped up moments Mm -hmm. we need them though sometimes yeah i think god doesn't want us just to base our faith in our spiritual life on those uh those excitements those moments of excitement those feelings those emotional uh like intensity Mm -hmm. that intensity right because it can be kind of um misleading misleading yes so I think he needs he he gives it to us because it, it's needed sometimes in our lives. Like if you know if you feel like God is not there, right? Like you yeah. feel like he's not present, um, and yet you choose to practice your faith and still be faithful. He 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 gives us those moments of of sunshine to remind us that he is there in spite of us not seeing the sun. Um, I've learned that a lot in my life especially in my spiritual journey, but I think it's necessary sometimes. Um, I don't think we should base our like spiritual life just on that though. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think we should base it just on that though. I think those. Yeah. No, I think it's no, honestly though, I think it's funny because I hear what you're saying, but I think there were, I don't know how many years ago now, but I find those like, those retreats or those like events you know those highs that we're talking about <laughs> i can't okay go should we just okay let's take food? a moment yeah. <laughs> maybe we should get something to eat okay get some food so pause sorry. i find it interesting how you see events because 
I think it was, like, yeah, I don't know how many years ago it was, but, you know, we all realized, like you said, like there's like a, an intensity, a high almost, almost like a drug effect mm-hmm. that happens when you go to these things. But when you go back to your normal life, you you realize you're still, like you said, in the storm. Mm-hmm. And for, for like your outlook is kind of still positive. It's still like, oh, you know, there's, it's helpful, though, to still see these like rays of sun and, and like take a break. For me, I almost saw it as like drinking a, like a like like literally taking a drug just to numb out some pain for a bit, but knowing like, oh, it's literally not real. Like, you know, it's kind of it almost like there's a pessimism that I felt about it where even when I go like so yesterday when I went, there were moments where I could feel like the excitement of like, yeah, this is like cool. Like, this is why. But I would always be like, uh, like still like, mm, but it's not real like and and then kind of be more negative about it mm-hmm. and i guess what stops you from from getting to that point where you is it like yeah mm. it's interesting i don't know i think sometimes it depends where we are in a relationship with god you know like mm-hmm. i think i mean i've questioned that too like you know where like why is this happening or like yeah it's it's nice and all but like things are gonna be the same after i'm done here um and i think it robs us from like hope you know and when that happens i think we're sort of kind of stagnant in our faith or in our spiritual journey and we really need to kind of question how close we are to god you know like how is our relationship with him i'm not saying my relationship's perfect dude i'm <laughs> mm-hmm. i struggle with my prayer life um i struggle with you know this week this past week and i didn't go to mass because i was in a really really mm-hmm. bad place it wasn't a bad place it was just i was lazy and i was just not i was questioning not questioning but like kind of you, you it's kind of like we blame god you make excuses so right you make excuses you blame god you know, like, oh, why did this happen? Or why did you let this happen? Or mm-hmm. why am I in this really crappy place? Or I should have been here on Sunday. I should have, this should have happened. And you kind of just put it all on him. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, I think like that's everybody though. Yeah. Oh yeah. We take so we irresponsibility yeah, yeah, from yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And it's like your fault because <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to be almighty and yeah. you're not because you are not solving my problems for me. And I noticed that a lot in in my job, the job mm-hmm. that I do, right? Like a lot of the youth are like, well, you didn't help me. You didn't do this for me. And you and I'm like, but I did. I gave you the resources. I gave you this. I gave you this. You need to take the step forward and you need to do something about it. God is the same way. He can make it happen for us. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he has to. And what do you learn though? if he does it for you right i think there's a part in our spiritual life like he does things for us and he makes it easier like for my conversion when i first converted at the beginning it was, everything was great like nothing was going wrong yeah. everything was fantastic <laughs> it was like oh my gosh yay i love jesus he makes <laughs> things great <laughs> yeah he like solved everything yeah <laughs> you know i had a spiritual director i had this i had that i started groups it was like yeah you know god is great yeah now it's like it's like you learn to walk on your own yeah. and you sort of, he's there, but he sort of, and he gives you the tools, but you have to make choices. You have to make decisions. You have mm-hmm. to take responsibility. So when it comes to like these events, 
it's up to what you're like where you're at with that journey and I think it's how much you want to get out of it and well how high did the uh sorry how high how long did the original conversion like you said the excitement last like how long was that period Mm. rough timeline because we all remember 20 up to the up to 25 26 well, how old is that? Okay, that's just telling my age. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. No, no. Oops. Wait, we're all old. I'm still young. Um. <laughs> Lies. Um. Wait, was 25 <laughs> when we were... Remember when we did um, Stewie together? We were the only two... Which one? In Toronto. Was it this, the one in Toronto? The yeah, one where you, you met me. Jackie Francois. Was, I think it was you was were there? That it? Wow, you don't remember? Jesus, where were you? Were you a volunteer? It was you and me. I was the only guy volunteer. I was a volunteer. Wow, I you nev- don't remember? I never went as like with the with the church. I went with as a volunteer on my own. No, with MR. The MR one was in Oshawa. No, you never went to Toronto. I, was I went to the one in Toronto. I was with Jackie Francois, but I don't think I knew you were, guys. But I you went were... by myself. I remember that specifically. I was like, I want to go because I like Jackie Francois and I need to meet her. So I'm gonna be a volunteer, literally by myself. There were two in Didn't Toronto know. though, right? Before it moved to Oshawa. Uh. No, I think yeah, there was no, one. There were two. There were two. Oh yeah, there was there that was year that the one. second one. I swear you came yes, with Mr. And, and it was you and me. Mar. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that one. Wow, Just block me out. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it's personal. Again, it's not about it's you, personal. Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this. <laughs> it's really not about you. Not everything's about you. Anyways. What? <laughs> what year though? Was that still on the high, or was that on like? The I was still, yeah. It was. I was. Oh. I was in a. I was in a. In a. I was in a good place. You know, I was like doing a lot of community service. Mm-hmm. I was working. I was finishing school. I was in a MR. I was figuring out like youth ministry. I'd never. Mm-hmm. I'd never even known about that before. It was like a like. It was like a learning curve and it was also like exploring and like finding all these amazing things that the church has to offer us. Yeah. And it was just like this excitement, you know, like when you something's new and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, look at this and look at that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it was for me at that time until I started working my full time job, my job. And then oh, everything okay. went downhill from there. But still, <laughs> <laughs> don't work. So if I can, <laughs> don't work. Just go to, <laughs> just be in the church. <laughs> don't live in the world and i'm joking so if i can paint a picture though was it kind of like um okay like a broken bird for example like or like like god picks you up like a bird and then shows you all the things that he has to offer Mm -hmm. but then kind of does the like okay now go fly fly. and then you're just like oh yeah (laughs) fell right was that kind of accurate (laughs) or very similar to that <laughs> analogy <laughs> i was like the happy bird and i was like yeah i can do anything bam no you can't <laughs> yeah alone you can't but with god i think i think one of the biggest i don't even know how to say it because it's weird go please i had a spiritual director i still have mm-hmm. one i think um i think i think, I think. <laughs> I think. um yes i have a spiritual director so anyways i sometimes i'm like what is a spiritual director does he help me do i listen huh. um <laughs> but anyways i had a spiritual director and he was really helpful he was like read a lot you know like mm-hmm. like find knowledge like um you know do these things like you know starting to work on like what was my vocation like things i had never even heard about before like i thought the church was literally just go to church on sundays and that was it yeah um but i think one of the biggest thing is you get so caught up on that high 
And that's the problem. And, 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 and father did warn me about it. He was like, you know, it's not going to last. Yeah. And you have to, like, St. Ignatius. So you were warned. I was warned several times. <laughs> I don't listen. That's my problem. So <laughs> he literally told me, he's like, you don't listen to me. I'm like, I do. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long is he? like, what was the homily about? I'm like, something about Jesus. <laughs> I can't with you. I'm like, I'm sorry. Why? You talk a lot. You say a lot of things. And I, my brain just like thinks about what you just said. And then by the time I realize what you said, yeah. you're done. So <laughs> I didn't get time to process everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, my brain works in a funny way. Um, but yeah, so he did warn me. St. Ignatius of Iola, you know, like the spiritual exercises. He literally tells us like, you have to, um, you have to prepare yourself when the drought comes. Yeah. Right. So, there's going to be moments where there's like all of this consolations. And then there's going to be the moments where there's going to be drought. Mm -hmm. So when there's drought, you have to remember of those moments in consolation. I didn't remember. I was like, I'm so upset. I'm so sad. Like everything's bad. God doesn't love me anymore. And um, it just, I think those are the moments where God really wants to prune and wants to work on things. And I didn't really give him the space to do that. One, because I'm very stubborn. Too because I don't listen. I am very stubborn. It's hard. Like, you'll be like, Diana, there's a wall over there. Don't go there. I'm going to go to that wall. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make sure I prove that there is no wall. But there's a wall. And I'm going to hit my head on it. Just to show that. It's also like, um, what do you call it? It's not ignorance. That's uh, uh, when you're no, it's not proud. Ignorance. I'm, you're, I'm proud. Is it pride? It's pride. It's like... Well, you know what? No, there's no wall there. But, like, I'm going to show you there's no wall there. And you're like, no, but there is, Diana. Like, there's literally a wall. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to show you there's the wall. And then I bump into the wall and it's like, oh, guess what? There's a wall. <laughs> Why didn't no one tell me? <laughs> Someone told me several times. And I still went there. So, like I said, like, what I is have... is it, like, Doubting Thomas? Is that pride? Is that... It's pride. It's pride. I don't listen. I don't. I don't take into consideration. Like, like I, I, think I, I know, know better. better. Got you. Like Jackie Francois said yesterday, you know, like when we are the ones that are we are our own mm -hmm. God. Like we, like we know better. Yeah. God doesn't know anything. I know. I pick oh, and yeah, choose. Oh yeah, like all about me. I pick and, and choose what, what I, I want. want. So I think I did the same in like the church. Like I picked and choose. I was like everything is great. Like oh this this that, and then. But you don't want to do the, like you said, the the working part. The like, oh, I'm going to work on you now and let go of this, do that. You're yeah. like, nah, that part, that you can stay part, over there. I don't want to do yeah. that. That hurts. Yeah. Ouch. Don't touch that. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not giving you that. That's too painful. <laughs> let it go. Gotcha. No, I don't want to let it go. <laughs> it's like, and I'm still holding on. <laughs> I think this is why it's taking me so long. Uh, but then, honestly, there's reasons for that, though. Like, I think... Everyone comes from uh, different experiences. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes with different traumas. And those traumas impact our spiritual life. We're not just, our souls are not just. We're not only social, we're social beings. Uh, our psyche is part of our ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we are very impacted. Like, I, I, uh, Dr. Lombardi talked about it yesterday, you know? Like, the nurturing and the nur nature does affect in the terms of, like, you know, God's grace will get us there, but... Mm -hmm that's when people actually find christ right uh and if you do find him then you know he tries to work through those things but um it's hard when you've been through a lot of things in your childhood and all these things have impacted you it's hard for god to 
reach certain areas, but that's when we have to give him that space mm-hmm. and that, you know, um, a, give him those things, those areas that we really don't like to talk about or we don't like to expose, you know? Um, so that's kind of where I'm working at working on that part i've learned that it's not just god's grace it's yes god grace helps he will fix he will heal however there's other aspects that need to be part of it because like we're we're, we need to talk to people We, we we need to like touch you know it's not just the soul so therapy is really important you know especially when you've been through a lot of things because that's gonna impact your spiritual life too it's going to impact how you see God, that relationship, because God is relationship, right? So if you haven't been able to create lasting and healthy relationships with people because of whatever, 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 mm-hmm. that also impacts your relationship with God, right? Trust, um, relying on him. So I'm learning those things. I'm learning that just because you have a conversion doesn't mean that everything's going to be rainbow and roses from now on. Everything's fixed, right? He just fixed it. No, there's work. There's like, he has to, like Jackie even said it, like there's roots to why we do the things we do, right? And God wants to work through those. He wants to heal those. Yeah. But we have to sort of give him the space to do that. Would you say ideally though, then if, is it supposed to be like an overnight fix though, or a a one year process if you do everything right? Like if you, like you said, like go over the pride and kind of just. No, it it's a continuous. I think, I don't think we ever, I remember when I first started having my first mm, issues in my yeah, faith, yeah. I remember going to father and be like, father, why is this happening to me? I don't understand. <laughs> I thought everything was supposed to be great. I don't feel God's presence. And then he was like, Diana, your spiritual life, your mm. life is going to be like this. No one. Like, all the time. Like this, yeah. All the... Until you die. Until <laughs> Till the day you die, it's gonna be that way. I'm like, but why? Why does it be so hard? Why can't it just be like linear? <laughs> He's like, well, what's the point in that? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. It's easier. It's just hard, you know. It's walking with God is hard. I tell that to people, and they look at me like, "What do you mean?" It's hard. I think I always tell people, "My God is very demanding, but He's also very loving, and He cares, and He loves us, He forgives us, He He's tender, He's a gentleman, He waits." But at the same time, he also, there's certain things that we do have to give or we have to work on. We have to do our part for us, for this relationship. It's like any relationship, really, like couples or like friendships. There's work that needs to happen, like, you know, in order for you to flourish and have a healthy relationship. Yeah, but this relationship still is very different in its dynamic because in many relationships, you could talk to them. Like, yes, you talk to God, you pray, but it's not it's still very direct with someone you actually are speaking to, right? Where you get a response that you can actually hear mm-hmm. and then process. Well, with God, it's very much like, is this what God's saying? Right. And then mm-hmm. it's up to you actually, you know, being open to what he's saying versus like manipulating it in your head or mm-hmm. taking random signs like, Oh yeah, the clouds parted. So now I know God. Hey, I like this. that sign. Okay. I look at those signs <laughs> and I'm like, Thanks. But that's, that's the thing is, but like you, you can pick and choose when what the certain things. So it's like it's very hard to know exactly if you're on the what you're doing is right or wrong. Well, that's why you have a spiritual director, or that's why there's certain sign, there's certain things like like renew. Yeah, you know, like that's a place where God might speak to you through a speaker or through a priest or through 
a person, somebody says something to you and it's like, you know, like the stories that guy mm-hmm. David was saying, he's like, I was like, I, I'm like, these stories are actually real. <laughs> like, yeah. Do these actually happen? But I believe that like they do happen. And, you know, I've had encounters where people ask you things or they say things or they're like, you know, I really need to hear that. I was really thinking about going to church and I needed to hear something. You know, I asked God to give me a sign and you said this. Mm-hmm. Like God does work in other people because he knows like doubting thomas he knows that we need to see and touch and you know sometimes it's not easy for us to just believe it or just trust it um but that comes from our own personal stuff too right so you have to be open to like hearing things yeah like that's what i'm saying like conferences retreats um anywhere really not just i think those specific places like 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 a, Mm -hmm. a specific event you might be able like for me it was very therapeutic being there yesterday i needed it it came at a really specific time for me and everything that i spoke to and with someone specifically yeah. um it was it was confirmed in 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 mm-hmm. renew you know what i mean so for me that's like yeah god is speaking to me he is showing me he is telling me what this is this is it this is the truth this is what i want this is this is where you're at, but this is where I'm at with your... But in many ways, like, not to put words in your mouth, but I feel like you already know this, right? Like, like you're saying, Renew is somewhere where you went to but sometimes get reminded, but you already knew it. Like, it's... You know it. There's difference between, like, logically knowing something yeah. and the heart, like, knowing it. Yeah. So, yes, I can know... I know a lot of theology mm-hmm. and not a lot of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I know that's true. And I know, how do I apply it though? Like, how do I, like you said, you have to hear it or you have someone to confirm something for you, even though I know it, but it's, it's, it's comforting when someone tells it to you or when you hear the words and you're like, oh my, like you feel like, I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but like when you're in a homily or it's happened to me a couple of times in homilies where like I'm sitting there and I'm like, that's for me. Like you feel like the priest is literally talking to you specifically. Because it relates so well, so directly. Because it's to literally what everything you've been about. questioning or talking about, or you mm-hmm. had just talked about it, and the yep. priest is literally confirming what you needed to hear. Right? So, like, that's happened. It's happened in confession. It happened to me mm-hmm. in the confessional. I was like, whoa, padre. Brr. Do you ever yeah. see faith, though? Like, okay, I'm going to kind of give an idea, like, uh, how I see faith sometimes, which not, not I don't say it's the best way to see it, but you can tell me how you see it or if it, it's comparable, where almost like levels like um not a video game but it's kind of the closest analogy where you know you enter at level one and like you said everything is so easy and you're like i'm killing this game it's so fun Mm -hmm. and like you said then you go to level two which is like oh now we gotta work on whatever and maybe work two to five is something like that and Mm -hmm. at some point it feels like you get stuck at level three and like maybe you're like oh i don't want to put the work in to get better to go to the next level so i'm gonna just stay here and you kind of alluded to it being like, okay, well, that's like, could be pride, for example. Like, you're you're saying I'm too much, like this game, I'm not going to put the effort in. Like, I'm just going to be stubborn and just like, chill here. Um, does that kind of work for both of you? Or does like, that doesn't even make sense? Like, it's kind of like you're in it. Like, you're either in your faith or you're not. And it's just like, does that even I kind mean? of see it a little bit. Yeah. But I relate it more to it like climbing just because I don't really play video games. But okay. like climbing, like for example, like you start and then you do the easy yeah. like mm, zeros yeah. and then you start moving up. Now I feel like I'm stuck level like V3, V4. Yeah. 
A little bit. So there is some kind of leveling system, though. I think there is. Saint Teresa of Avila actually talks about it. Oh, really? What did she say? She talks about it in the the castle, right? Like, it's like, there's like rooms that you have to, and then you want to get to the beloved, Hmm. right? So when you first convert, you kind of go in and there's like all these snakes and all of these like, all of these like creatures. And that's your conversion. You're just kind of entering into the castle. Okay. And then as you progress in your spiritual life, you start moving into rooms. And then these rooms start to like see. And then the closer you get to the beloved, mm-hmm. which is Jesus, obviously, you start to see more stuff about yourself. And like he starts to reveal more things. It's like she she really goes into detail about it. I don't I read the book. But a the long time snakes, ago. though, are like that's the beginning. Like that's the beginning stages where like you kind of have like you you see yourself in a way that are like oh like you're kind of living in the outside mm-hmm. which is the world right like yeah. you're living in this place where there's all these things okay. around and then you kind of just move past that and you want to go inside the castle yeah. and then the more you walk like growing your faith and I don't want to say anything more because I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. And I read it a long time ago. And I don't want to be quoted like, oh, Diana, that's wrong. That, that's not what the book <laughs> Theologically, said. that is wrong. No. <laughs> I remember the concept. Yeah. No, well, that's how it always but is, But the right? concept yeah. is like, yeah. So she talks about it, how, um, you know, the castle, the goal is to get to the beloved. Yeah. And you really, and the, the conversion part is like, you really fall in love with him and you want to get to him. Your Your soul craves to get there. Uh, but it is like stages, like it's different uh, levels, like mm-hmm. different rooms. He's in the center. And you have to get there. And sometimes you do get stuck in some rooms. And there's, and she talks about like reasons as to why that might happen, like what you need to do. She does encourage to have a spiritual director because your spiritual director can guide you through these like difficult mm-hmm. rooms. Sometimes they can, but it's the soul. That's the, in. it's, oh, it's called the interior castle. Of course. It's the yeah. interior yeah. castle, right? Like it's your interior because Christ really is in our hearts, right? So when we convert, we start to want to like really go in, you go inwards, like you go, you want to know him. Um, and I had that experience when I first converted. I really wanted to know him. I really wanted to get to the beloved mm-hmm. and I read every book. I read everything. I wanted to really capture what i it's like when you just find something amazing and you're just like i want to know more so that was like my conversion right but i think i got stuck at one point and then when you get stuck you think you know everything and then that's when you have like the pride and like a lot of people fall they fall into this like oh i go to church and i do this and i do that and i do this and you become like this judgmental person that's like no one can touch me because mm-hmm. I do all these things and God is like, you know, I know God. I, yeah. I've been saved by Jesus and I'm like this person. And I know no, better. I've been, I yeah. know better. Like I became that person. Like you start judging people oh. by the way that they are practicing yeah. or the way they come to church. Yeah. How they dress. How and... they dress. How, and there's, you know, uh, you know, God reminds us like we have to be charitable to our brothers and sisters. Yeah. Not everybody has had the privilege to yeah. know him. Right. And even if and, they do, though, they know him in a different way. I think that's one thing. Yeah, that like at least I really experience him, right? Like to have an encounter with yeah. Christ. Bobby Angel talks about it, too. He talks about it. It's like have an encounter. He even talked about like how he tried to evangelize his friend and really his own biases and his own like, yeah. I know this yeah. and this. And this. <laughs> and we all fall yeah. victim to that. All of us. When we first have our conversion, because you have this excitement, this excitement like you want everyone to know about him. And then. When people don't understand, you're like, how do you not understand this? 
when you literally were that person like two days yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't have understood it. You would have never understood it. But we forget. It's like it's like we have a memory lapse. Yeah. But that's how the enemy gets you. You know? He ties them and you're like, oh, look at you. And you're like, this great person. They all suck. And you're like, ah. Yeah, they kind of do. Feed into I know Jesus. Life. Yeah, he feeds into your ego and like you become this self-righteous person. That was me for a little bit up to a certain point. Until you. Until I you... fell. And then, and then I just <laughs> <laughs> like, fell to my demise. And God's like, see, hey, you are just as bad as everybody else. Do you remember where you came from? Oh, I remember now. <laughs> and it took me like, it's been taking me years to, to like, Get out of that. Get out of that yeah. place. I was very depressed. Very, it's, like, alone. It's just, it's so, like, okay, I have, like, a lot of thoughts, and I'm trying to organize it to kind of, like, know how to, so, okay, I'll just go with my first thought. So, like, the first thought was, you know, when when God does the, you know, the go fly, right? And the somewhat abandonment, somewhat, like, desolation, right? That's mm-hmm. the term for it. It's partially because well like there's all these reasons basically that comes in my head like one is like when they say um you know it's easy to, like you're saying it's easy to love a god that just gives you everything mm-hmm. right like but love is a choice love is something that is supposed to go through suffering and like it goes through like the good and the bad so how do you love god when you just see god as like this giver of like amazingness all the time 24 7 so mm-hmm. you have to go through some form of desolation to strengthen what your love is actually for god mm-hmm. right where it's like no i follow you even through the bad, right? Mm-hmm. Story of Job. Versus, um, there's also then this other line of thinking where the closer you come to knowing God or sharing in like, or let's say going, getting closer into that room that you were talking about, you actually will live and suffer more. Like you will live in more suffering. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you start on the high and it's literally in a way almost just always going to be further downhill where life just gets harder and harder and harder. Mm-hmm. And you are, because you are sharing in that suffering of loving the world, which will not love you back. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I guess, though, the going back to what you're saying, though, you, but you're also describing, and this is kind of my question where I'm trying to, like, bridge the two. It's like you're describing the place where you don't want God, or at first you didn't want God to fix certain things. And you attribute the fall to not letting God touch those areas, right? But was it, like, if if life, if love, or sorry, if your life is a journey of literally trying to heal yourself, and it may take years or it may take certain things, like, how do you know this is also not just part of the suffering you're supposed to be going through with Christ like how does that differ I guess does that make sense I mean like it's very like I'm trying to put it together no no it makes sense like maybe this is all part of the journey yeah right yeah the understand like you've grown a lot like you've said like you've kind of from falling you've learned wait no the pride thing is completely garbage like I'm still prideful oh (laughs) like how can you like can you prideful people admit that that I'm so prideful though I'm still an egocentric person So, well, I think the overly Catholic prideful. Sorry, go ahead. Like, Sorry. answer to yourself, Diana. You're that prideful. <laughs> I am pretty. I'm very proud. Proud. I'm a proud person. When it comes to Catholicism, though, like your faith, like no, you would never. Comes, no, I don't know. I certain things like, you know, like I'm hard of hearing, <laughs> which is part of pride. When you think you're like you know everything, and like 
in wanting to control your own life. I think that's my struggle. Oh, like you want to control your everything. I think that's my struggle because I'm like, no, I know better. And I know that I don't know any better. But do you but you don't do you would you say you still kind of push that on others then? Or is it more like no, no I know what's better for myself. It's more like I like like it's more like a like a self-destructive thing for myself. I'm a self-destructing person for me. Everyone else, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're all in our journeys. I've learned that though. Like so you know, learned, yeah, that's I I learned yeah. it through the falling part. You know, like I realized I wasn't perfect, yeah. and I thought that I think I didn't want to give certain areas of my life to God because I didn't think there were things that I needed to give Him. I thought <laughs> well, He would fix everything. Everything. Yeah, you no, know, I thought He fixed everything already. I thought this whole conversion was like you fixed it all. It's great. I'm all fixed. I'm gonna be this great Catholic person. I'm gonna like you know figure mm-hmm. it out. And then when things started to get a little hard, it's like I don't. I like this. <laughs> it's not working for me. <laughs> but then father always be like, you have a choice. You choose to love God. It's not all sentimental yeah. things. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not all feelings. Because I went based on my feelings because my conversion was all about feelings. And because that's so how good. Yeah. that's how God mm-hmm. usually starts off. Sometimes it's with your feelings. Because feelings are really important. They're part they're part of us. Like it's yeah. but they're also changing. Right? God is not changing. That's what you said. It's a sacrificial love is is a choice we make every single day. I didn't get that until after. And it was like, I was like, why does he, why is he making me choose him all the time? I already chose you that one time and it was fine. <laughs> no, Diana, it's every day you choose. Yeah. And then it was a point that I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's church thing. I'm like, you know, everybody's just sinners anyways. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, that's, that's really bad thing to do. I do that too sometimes. I was like, everyone's When I'm sinner. like, do I really everyone's have to go to like, church? Like, gossip. There's you know, so many people don't who don't go to anymore. church and they're still okay. So do I have to go? Yeah. I'm like, come do on. Do I have to do this? And now for me, it was more like, I was just fed up. I was just tired of like yeah. constantly like yeah. going against it and the water was just it's like, really just always yeah. fighting against this thing. I was like, and it happens to me till this day with my work, you know, with, you know, the things that are going on, the injustices that I see, um, I get upset. I'm like, what's the point? What is the point of it all? Like, screw this. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to work anymore. Why am I bothering yeah. with these kids? Why am I bothering if nobody cares? Like, why? Because, Diana, <laughs> someone has to care. <laughs> you know, like, if you don't care, then you're like the rest. Don't be like the rest. So it's really hard for me sometimes to learn these things and to accept Mm -hmm. when there's injustices and when there's all these, like, things that are happening. I don't know how to, like, my feelings, again, I'm a very passionate person. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fight. And I fight. And I, like, and I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter, but I feel like God is going to use that eventually. Like, I think he is using my fighting over. He wants me to put it to good use, though. Yeah. (laughs) Not like fight everybody. Like Louis said once, <laughs> you don't have to fight everyone, Diana. I'm like, no, I do. I have to fight everyone. Everyone, all the time. <laughs> all the time. I have to fight. I have to fight. Why are you? I, someone once told me that. He, like, They're like, why do you have to fight yeah. over everything? I'm like, I don't know. I just have to. <laughs> also, I'm a woman, so that's probably nah, why. I don't think that's, the... <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> we just like to fight about stuff that don't make sense. <laughs> we do. Get heated. <laughs> Just like, do you want to fight her on that? <laughs> I know you do. I know you want to <laughs> fight me. It. You're I know you want to go against me. Okay, you know it's, it's true. <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> like sometimes it's like the blue, the sky is blue. It's like, is it really? Is it really no, blue? it's blue. Like, <laughs> hello. 
but anyways uh but yeah so i think i think based on what you were saying like your question is yeah i think it is part of i think it's part of my journey i think god really i was telling louder the other day i'm like i think with me god is all or nothing <laughs> you know you go in the precipice you're gonna fall hard you know your conversion was like it's yeah. an instant thing like because i'm that person that's my personality you go up and, like, i go all, all the way i up, go all, all the way up and then i go all the way down <laughs> there is no in between with me <laughs> I've noticed. So that's a problem. <laughs> it means I I feel things intensely, like mm-hmm. when they're good and when they're bad, you know, which is probably why I'm really good at my job because I feel people's emotions and I connect with them in a way that's very like, my empathy is really intense. But sorry, just to go in there, there's, that there's a lot. What context? Should we, should we tell her what the job is? Like, no, no, it's fine. Mm. Um, But I think, the pros though that you said is really bad but i think there's a lot of pros to being as well very extreme because no speaking from like my perspective i would say i'm very much always been like a very i love in the gray like i'm not black and white i'm always like no. in the gray like yeah but that <laughs> that gray always is like, yeah right <laughs> you're like in every other man out there <laughs> yeah right. maybe maybe yes, it's but it's facts unless they know jesus then they know Hey, not all. But you not, know not, Jesus not all now, so great. you know what I'm not... talking about. <laughs> hey, I met women who are just as well in the gray as well as vice versa. I think the gray is a safe is a safe place. That's why. But it's also kind it's of like you're not making a decision. Yeah, but that's the problem, though, right? Yeah, yeah Bobby Angel said it. Did he say it? It was somebody else. I don't know. So there's still there's pros and cons to both <laughs> to both practices of like a personality traits. I guess it's not practices. Yeah, yes, yes. I think it depends who you are, personally. I'm just an extreme person. I feel things very intensely. Mm-hmm. Some might call me crazy, but I'm not. I just feel intensely. <laughs> I feel everything intensely. So <laughs> if you want to call me crazy, go ahead. For caring? You want to call me crazy for caring? I call me crazy. Sorry, I care. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You want me not to care? Trust me, Watch me, me not care. care. <laughs> You know what? Even when I say I don't care, I actually care a lot. <laughs> I'm a very caring person. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I have a lot of traits that can be good and can be bad. But I think that's with anyone, really. Yeah. But I think that for me, with my with God, it's it's like that, right? Like, it's all or nothing. So, like, when I first felt like God wasn't there, mm-hmm. abandonment, right? Like, I struggle with that. So, that was something that I was like, well, you abandoned me. See you later, buddy. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> he didn't leave, but I felt that he did. Yeah. Because I didn't have that intensity anymore, right? It's the example, though, of, like, the whole point of, like, testing you, right? Like, oh, I want to work on this. Mm-hmm. So in order to do so, I have to make her aware that she still has it. So let's just, like, But he does drop. it in a really intense way with me. Because you're extreme. Exactly. It's like You're not going to feel it unless you really feel it. This is what you, really you need to it. work on? Let me just take everything away from you. <laughs> <laughs> And I have to learn, and I have to adapt, and I have to trust. I we had that conversation the other day. Like, trusting is hard for me, even with God. It's hard, and I think that's this priest said that to me the other day. He's like, you know, everyone struggles with trusting God. It's like a the original sin, right? Like Adam and Eve, <laughs> they didn't trust Him. Um, so I tr- I have a lot of issues with trust, and so trusting Him has been one of the biggest challenge for me. So I think it really puts me in a spot where it's like you're cornered and you have no choice. I have no choice. 
but either I trust or I fail. But is that helpful then almost? Because um, not having a choice, it's like you're forced to trust. But then because like you're saying, you're kind of extreme a, or you I have still pride, have a choice, like, but because I know who he is and I know yeah. that he's good, my choice is going to be to trust. So in a way, he it's actually helpful to you. It is helpful. Because if you had other options, as like you said, your prideful side would be like, or, you know, your die side would be like, I'm not listening. It's like, oh, I'm going to go touch the wall. But now he's like literally like putting you in a position where it's like, no, you have to trust me that the wall is bad. And you're like... Okay, I'm gonna trust you. Though. Yeah, like I have so to trust you yeah. now. Your story as a kid, don't touch the stuff. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh yeah, that was me. See, that's <laughs> you, Miguel. No, it is to... me though. I've always been that, <laughs> that kid. kid. Yeah. yeah, you have to challenge everything. So I understand what I'm saying. I'm, I'm very much the challenge. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like I'm challenging you that that's not hot. It's pretty hot, pretty but hot. go ahead, touch it. <laughs> and that's God, though, right? Doubting like Thomas, he's. Man, that's who I am. He's a he's a father, right? Like he he and as a follower, he has to cheat. Mm-hmm. He has to teach us, uh, but we also have to be accepting of learning, right? Like not everybody is. A lot of people just walk away from the church, or a lot of people they're like, yeah. I, I think really though that comes it. honestly. I think it just comes from no, because like you know, like learning. At some point, you wish like learning was over, right? Like <laughs> you're always learning. But it's like it's never gonna be over. But that's the hardest part, right? Because yeah. as you, the older you get, you kind of want to believe, hey, you know, I've lived a couple years in this world. Like I, I think I learned enough or quite a bit that I know better. And then the idea, like humbling yourself to have to be like, oh, I still have to learn this and this. Yeah. yeah. There was a saying who that happened to them. No, right? Like they were writing, and then finally after they wrote everything, like I think I, I find well, not everything. It's not like they knew everything, but like I think I finally just really laid it all down mm-hmm. and then they died <laughs> I forgot which Satan was that's hilarious poor guy Scott's like no you what? didn't you didn't learn anything <laughs> that's funny yeah that is funny see I think God has a sense of humor I really always say that I'm oh, like 100%. you know he thinks it's, it's so many things that he just you know like you're such a funny guy why it's, that's not funny though <laughs> Like you think it's funny, but it's really not funny. I'm laughing because I don't want to cry, but it's not funny. <laughs> Even though you think it's funny, but it's not funny. Oh man, yeah. So it's you know it's a journey. It's a it's a wonderful journey. I don't know how to describe it. Would you say that you've gone down a few levels, or do you think you're already still on the up and up, and you're actually on level twenty five? I think I'm stuck. I've been you're stuck. stuck. I think I've been stuck for a bit. That's because I haven't really given him everything. That's where my issue is. I'm holding on to things that I know I need to let go of. So I've actually had an issue with that. This whole idea of letting go of everything. Um, Why? Myself. Well, like, like going to... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, okay. Write that down, Loda. For your next... I don't uh... let go of <laughs> for your next marital <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know, I'm trying to actually again put it into words um, or like again organize my thoughts but it has to do with like listen okay just I'm gonna listen to listen to your story right you were saying like you know you're still working on this and that and all this which you now are saying okay this is why I'm, I feel like I'm stuck right but from like I guess my years optimistically thinking for yourself I felt like you've actually have been growing and learning right maybe it's not as um like you're saying is like oh 
definitive. Like, yes, this is really a step up from who I was like three years ago. But what you've learned and how you've learned to like continue trusting and adapting and because you're saying like, oh, I still have a hard time trusting. Going back to even talking about like renew the retreat experience, right? My jadedness of being like, oh, it's like drinking like the Kool-Aid. It's not really anything versus you still seeing it as something good. That I, I would attribute to having a lot more trust and saying, no, this is something God's giving me as like a, a way to like keep me going. Like, you know, like a like a drink of water to like keep me on this walk in the desert. So again, this, to me, those are pros where I want to say like, what if level like let's say nine to 20 is not where you've now achieved literally like, like you've solved all your issues with yourself, you know, your internal battles. And you're now like fully like just like praying to God and being like Jesus. Yay. But it's when you're actually understanding that life isn't going to be like you said, just an up and up or that life isn't always going to be easy or that you no longer now, push like or not push but like you no longer judge others for not being as holy as you but you start becoming more understanding that it struggles and that you're still struggling too would that make sense or is that kind of like me just trying to no it makes sense i get it no i see what you're saying um i'm very hard on myself Mm -hmm. so that's also another part (laughs) i put a lot of pressure on me that i have to get it yeah why am I not getting it? And why am I still failing? And when am I going to figure out my vocation? And when is it going to happen? <laughs> not getting any younger. I gotta not getting any younger. So what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, um, I think I'm just, I just put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm not really kind to myself either. Interesting. I have noticed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not, I'm not a kind person to me. Um, but if, we, if let's say we started piling on more like constantly or reminding you, like, no, die, like you're great. Does that help or deter? Like, is that a, for yourself just personally? It's hard for me to believe it, you know? But hearing it over and over again, would that piss you off more? I guess like, cause some people, <laughs> no. some people will take okay, it as I'll like a, you know what? F off. Like you're really starting to piss me off with all these compliments versus like, I'd probably be like, can you just not <laughs> think we're over? Yeah, I don't see Diana getting annoyed. I think she'll just get really like, like, can we just, <laughs> can we just like lay it off? Like, why are you tell, like, yourself? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, I don't take compliments well. I don't do well with compliments. And I, I have, oh my gosh, if I were to tell you all my issues, we'd be here all day. But it's not a therapy session, so. <laughs> I'll leave that for my therapist. Um, but, um, but, you know, hey, therapy's great, actually. I feel like we all need it, so. Well, it's just a way to that really talk at, talk things out, too. I right? think it's good it's to talk. Yeah, like, you organize your feelings, your emotions, and your your thoughts. Because sometimes it's hard to, like, mm-hmm. organize yourself. Um, and someone's kind of there to help you organize, so that's good. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm not, I'm not kind to myself. Um. And that comes from a lot of wounds. So it's hard to accept when someone says, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to accept certain things. Like when people say certain things about me, or it's even hard to accept that God loves me. Like Mm -hmm. that is a hard concept for me. Cause I'm always like, well, how come he loves me? If like, I'm still messing up (laughs) like, dude, 
are you gonna get tired of me because i'm getting tired of myself do you know what i mean like yeah that's my kind of thought processing like you know how jackie was like there's nothing yeah, you I was can gonna do bring it up. yeah that god is gonna not love you like he's still gonna love you regardless of yeah. your mess ups you're falling back in all your sin or whatever you know and i'm a perfect example of that because i'm still standing here because of the grace of god and how he's brought me he's pulled me back every single time, you know, every time I fall in really hard, he's like, all right, let's get up again. And I'm a very, I will say though, I'm very resilient. I'm a very resilient person. I, I don't give up easily. I will still try, even though I know I'm going to fail. I'm still going to try. Would you say though, that it's not that you doubt God's love for you. You just doubt your love for yourself or you just don't have, because kind of just chiming in for a second. It's like, for me, it's like, yeah, I've heard that same thing, right? Like, that's the whole Catholic or Christian narrative. Like, God loves you. There's nothing. And it's like, yeah. So I can accept that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, when you look, though, into yourself and you go, Ugh, like, <laughs> oh, look at all these things like that I'm still screwing up on or doing. It's almost like, but do I love God? Like, or like, you know, because I'm clearly not like you like jumping up to the mountaintop and figuring out everything mm-hmm. i'm still twalling out in level four or whatever like just doing nonsense so that's where i kind of go into the am i really sorry like no clearly not am i really trying to get better no i'm really not like i kind of start giving up on myself mm-hmm. more so but is it the same for you or is it actually you're like no you really do doubt though if god loves you sometimes as well right? i think for me it's like it's um like I have to do things for God to love me. Even though logically I know that it's not what it's supposed to be. Like, okay, like... Got you. It's like this thing where, like, when I first had my conversion, I never experienced the love that I experienced Mm -hmm. anywhere. No one could tell me. And this is my own experience. Yeah, tell me. What was that experience? No one can tell me that God doesn't exist because I know he does. And... I experienced his love for me. Like, I experienced it. I, I've never felt loved like that ever in my life. Mm-hmm. I've looked for it. I've tried to find it again. I've tried to find that feeling again. And like we talked about, it's not a feeling. Mm-hmm. He needed to give me that in that moment because I needed it. I needed that conversion to happen the mm-hmm. way that it did because I was in a really low point in my life where I was really questioning whether or not I was good enough for anything. Mm-hmm. So... I needed, he needed to do that. It's like when, with Thomas, you know, doubting Thomas, he needed to show him. Did he have to? No, he didn't have to. But Thomas needed that. Mm -hmm. He needed to see him. He needed to touch him. He needed to experience that. And after that, he changed, right? Um, He didn't doubt it again, right? So, well, we don't really know that, but um, (laughs) we hope he did. He definitely did. If you touch those wounds and you keep doubting, dude, that's like a problem. (laughs) (laughs) You got some problems. You know, after I touched that iron when I was a kid, I was like four, I touched the stove after. (laughs) The same thing. It was like, it was, it was. You would, Miguel. You would. Don't touch the iron. It's hot. Okay. And then the next was like, don't touch the stove. It's hot. At least you get to say that it was a different appliance. (laughs) Laura, write that down. Yeah, I was smart enough to know it was a different appliance, but I didn't trust my parents (laughs) to tell me that. So you know. Hey, that was when I I was a kid. The note should be (laughs) that our children will have that trait. So be careful. Yeah, yeah. Just be very. Just, you know what? Instead of saying don't touch it, be like, go touch it. (laughs) 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 Like, I don't want to touch it. 
That's all we want to do. No, that, <laughs> it's not going to work. It. You tell me to touch it, I'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, God. And then I won't trust you. You're going to argue on that one. Like, well, I'll still do it. All right. Well, that's the point is you have to let your kid experience it, but tell them no. That way they still trust you that you're saying the right thing, but that they still got to go through whatever. They gotta You're like, what if I touch it and show you that it's hot? (laughs) (laughs) I'll burn myself. I'll burn myself just to show you it's hot. To be fair. That's funny. Yeah, I know. I I don't know if I would do that, though. (laughs) I love you, but I don't know if I could do that. No, no. Actually, you know what? Love is sacrificial, so yeah. I was going to say, isn't that technically what Jesus did? A hundred percent. He did die. He did. We could just use a piece of paper, guys. Burn the paper. Look at it. It's going to burn flames. (laughs) It's hot. It's hot. Don't touch it. (laughs) I think that's a better way. Right? No, but I think the idea is that we're actually... They can see a paper burning, but like, what does that mean? Paper burning? I still want to. I still want to. No, it's hot, <laughs> and most likely it's not gonna burn. It's just gonna get really warm at first, right? So then you can literally transfer the paper and be like, "Now touch the paper. See, it's hot." Oh, like, see, look, Miguel yeah, has a plan. Yeah, he has a plan. He learned. He knows his own. Kind. Basically, I, yeah, I know how to deal with myself. He'll know I can, how to deal I with can himself. figure it out. No, I'll no, figure it out. I'll learn. We'll teach. Yeah, I know how to do it now. Yeah. Um, I don't oh. even know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, so the experience, right? Yeah. Like uh, my conversion. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, like so, no one can take that away from me. So when people are like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, you know," like no, if you experience God's love, there's nothing that can anyone can say that you just, you just. It's something that you'll. It, it you can't explain it. You can't put it into words. It's just. It's life changing, which mm-hmm. it really did change my life. Um which is probably one of the reasons why I've never been able to fully go back into the world mm. and let go of the church. Mm-hmm. As many times as I've said, I don't want to do this anymore. As many times as I've sinned mm-hmm. and I've gone back. I am still struggling, but, but I you can can't never fully just go. fully let go. Yeah. Because I know what I know. I know what I've experienced, which makes it that much harder. Yeah. It's like you're living, like, you know, you know who God is, you know what he's taught you, you know. I'm like, why can't I just be like Magdalene, you know? She just let everything go and that's it. That was it. <laughs> why can't I be well, like that? Why? No, it's fine. I'm not going to bring it up. There's this whole controversy, if you've ever watched The Chosen, where, like, Mary Magdalene, she... Goes did, back? She goes back into her old ways. And they were like, oh, but she didn't do that. And I was like, well, she well, could we have. Really you never know. know that. Yeah, that's when you don't know. Really she could have. It's very human. It's a very human thing to do. It's That's why in, he do. decided to put that in the in the show because it's a very very human thing to do. Yeah. And you go back to what you yeah. know. Yeah, and it's 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 hard because it's like a relapse, right? Like it's like an addict. Addicts, we technically we're all addicts, but you know they 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 relapse. They don't all relapse, but. Well, there's no, yeah, a chance, are... and that's part of the growth, and that's part of the healing, right? relapsing and then knowing that you can you can get out but sometimes it doesn't go that way it just you just go further down um so a lot of people should not relapse Mm -hmm. because you know you're not gonna be able to come back from this one this time it's always it's never impossible it's never like but you you have to really be aware of what you're the choices that you're making and we have free will so god really gives us the free will to be like i want to go back to that why do i want to go back to that because it's something that's familiar to me mm-hmm. uh you know self-destructing behaviors are familiar to people who've gone through extensive trauma it's normal it's part of their journey and with god i feel like 
it's hard to it's hard to like sometimes when you don't see him or you, like I said I didn't feel yeah, that love he again felt he disappeared you just you're like left like okay but where is that again yeah. it, the spiritual life is not just that right sometimes it's just choosing blindly like you don't know and you just choose that to believe but yeah that's why I say to you like even though you have all these still things you're dealing with it almost seems like though you've still gone up again like I don't like I don't love the level idea because like it does one it there's no actual way to really know what level you are and I think it plays into the idea of like oh I'm higher level than you or like I'm better um but basically the growth like there's still growth I don't think you've gone stagnant where you literally are just stuck it's your understanding has is still like grown right which means and your faith and trust is still grown where you're consistently learning like nope i gotta go back or i'm gonna go back and even though it's not perfectly going back it's still something yeah i guess like for me it's like i want to go back to how it was at the beginning yeah but then you can't go i don't think that's the point i think the point is growing yeah. you don't you don't go back to how it was it's hard though because for some like from you know looking on the outside on other people's lives and you don't see what they're going through internally Sometimes you think some people have it. And maybe some people do, right? Where they literally did it. Like, or they ha they're they doing it. Like, they're just, every day, they're going, doing their worship, faith, mass, whatever it is. Like, their whole regiment of, like, and they seem happy. And they seem like everything's just working out for them. Like, they have and it all figured out. Yeah. Kind of yeah. thing. I always feel like that with speakers. I was just thinking that. <laughs> always. I'm like, God, yeah. it's so figured out. Actually, you know what's funny? So, we're talking about yesterday. Um at mass i came like I, I was there but i was also filming and so i was in the back and i noticed you like both the angels like the speakers are like yeah sorry. the angels, the angels. <laughs> the angels. So they're, they're both in the back right sitting and i'm like oh it, I, was, I found it interesting because it's like this is the first time they partook in the actual event mm -hmm. as, other than like going out on stage and being in the green room or you know being back there but i knew like after mass was over they're probably going to disappear, right? They weren't going to stay for the worship or stay for the, like, the event after, like, the, you know, whatever, the social part. And I just imagine, though, what it takes to be in their shoes, right? Mm -hmm. In a way, they sign off on being the receiver of these things in these events, and they solely are the givers, right? They go to Mass because, let's say, they're probably going to fly out today. And so they're like, oh, we better do mass on Saturday so that we don't have to go on Sunday. Like, that's why they partook in it, right? And they care about their faith, so that's why they go. But there is, in a way, a sadness to no longer being able to receive. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like when you Right, like, they're human, too. They should, would need some, like, kind of... Yeah. Um, I'm sure they do like, have, yeah. like, you know, ways to do Do they that. go to what events, right? Like, do you go to events? I mean, maybe speak? they have, like, personal retreats or, like ways to sort of like you know that's what i mean that's why it seems like they ha must have it all figured out like oh i think that's the biggest thing like you don't see that like yeah. we don't see their struggles we don't see their it makes them very like um 
detach from yeah, people because you feel so disconnected reality, you feel disconnected like you feel like like what about your life hardships where i can really like, yeah do you struggle you? yeah i really would like to know that. oh you figured it out you're a level <laughs> like, you're a level a thousand now and it's like that's what like I'm i was so far from you i was telling uh laura the other laura that was there with the vendors mm-hmm. i was like i was like honestly i'm my favorite ever a speaker i'd be like you know what i struggle all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> legit be like you know my life sucks sometimes <laughs> i don't to come to these events but guess what i do it because jesus loves me and he loves you too he loves you too you know like, <laughs> like i would just literally be like life sucks it sucks <laughs> so you'd be there though during praise and worship too i would like, be like yes let's praise <laughs> hugging hugging the people we need you <laughs> i would totally do it uh, i would totally be that speaker that's, that's I, like not negative but like like you know what you struggle i struggle every day <laughs> being a mom sucks <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> traveling all the time with kids sucks oh my gosh <laughs> i would totally be so authentic but you <laughs> might not hire me but it's fine i think it's necessary sometimes to be have a little bit of like um connection in terms of what you struggle with because that's the best way you connect with people like with um even with like you know, my job, like with young people, yeah. a lot of the times they tell you their stories and they struggle, their struggles and whatnot. And then you just listen and you're like, oh, okay. You know, like you try to help them and whatnot. But like, I feel like I've had the best reports with young people when I share my, yeah. my story. I exactly. share it. Obviously if it's relevant to their suffering. So like, you know, if, if a young person, uh, there was this young person where, he, you know, you know, abandonment, father abandonment. Mm-hmm. And I shared with him my story. I was like, you know, I didn't know my dad either. Like, and they connect with you. And it's like, you know, you, you I'm like, do you think we have it all figured out? I'm like, bro, these workers yeah. are like the most messed up people ever. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Diana. I'm like, I'm serious. Like, we have problems too, man. Like, we're not all put together. Yeah. We come here to do a job because we want to help because we know what it's it's like. What it's like. To you go help, through yeah. things. I want to help you because I know that I would have liked someone to help me through certain things in my life, you know? And if I had the help, maybe things would have turned out differently. Who knows, right? You're there to support and, and walk and journey with them. Yeah. So, like, sharing a part of you is so per- it's so uh, important for, like, building a report. But speakers are not doing that because it's a one-time speaking event, and then they're gone, and then they go to the next event. So I feel like I get why they might not, but... I mean, some speakers do share, like, their stories with their kids and whatnot. Yeah. But a lot of the stories that they share are very positive. They're always very, like, God touched my life in this well, way. Well, that's... No, okay, so the thing with the speakers, my biggest critique... Sorry, you want to go ahead? No, 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 go ahead. No, well, my biggest critique with speakers, though, is... Well, not speakers, just in general. Like, my only issue with the, the Catholic image, generally, just generally, is that we all want to share the stories of how God's worked in our lives. So, because of that, the notion was, like, so I have to show you how great everything is, right? Mm-hmm. And to some people, though, speaking for, I know I've heard some people, it's like, well, yeah, because if, you know, if I hear a story from somebody who says, well, my life still sucks, but I have God, <laughs> they'll be like, then what's, what's the, the difference? Yeah, yeah, why do like I the, need it's, God? It's like, for the conversion piece. Like, yeah. it's to help people convert. And God helps God, you, right? God but helps. for the people in it who are looking for that deeper, who are already still in it and are like, yeah, no, I chose God. We want to hear the story of, uh, well, no, life still sucks. Like, it doesn't suck. I, it's, like, you it's know, still this, like, it's, it's yeah. hard to navigate. Yeah. <laughs> There's this thing, though, but I, it, I, like you guys said, it depends on the person, right? Because yeah. I do one of the things. So 
my my grandma she's like very very catholic right so i grew up with my grandma being very very always like faithful catholic like always about jesus and then when i was like in my teens i was kind of you know i got into life scene and then so on and i was like starting to like think about like what like who god is who like what he does and so on and then i went to my mom and then i was talking to her about it and sorry so side note like my grandma and my mom too they had like a very tough point in their lives because my uncle he got shot and he died and then not even like a year later wow. mm-hmm. my grandpa also got shot and died mm-hmm. not even a year so like my mom and my grandma and whole family and my mom so like they went through a really hard time right mm-hmm. so i was talking to my mom and i was like how did my like my grandma like stay like so faithful to god even though like that happened to her like to have your son and your husband like gone like within a year like how do you still stay faithful mm-hmm. and then she's like well to be honest like i think if she didn't have god she would have been in a darker place during that time mm-hmm. right so I, th- I thought i don't know that always stuck with me that's kind of like how yeah. i see it that yeah. even through the worst of the worst when you have god on your side you can do anything yeah it's true though it's the gift of faith right like Mm -hmm. that's a gift god gives some people yeah exactly like Like, that's what i'm saying like it just you don't question the person each person has their own like way of and i feel like viewing well to die's point too it is like i think about it too and i think the pride thing i think is a really big part of that right like if you don't have the pride of thinking like that like you basically when you submit to God and you're just like nope God is there and I'm underneath and that's fine and you completely accept that notion then yeah what else is there to do than just to pray and ask God for help right versus yeah. blame him yeah I think we like to blame because we don't like to take responsibility that and also like yeah. to, we're a very like self-centered generation right we are very self-centered I just I like speakers I like to listen to their stories I like to listen to like their knowledge mm-hmm. like you know like jackie francois really helped me a lot when i was like like my conversion part like when i was like mm-hmm. trying to stay faithful and i didn't know how to do it because i like i didn't know what catholicism was i had no idea i just honestly thought it was mass and that to a certain extent i feel like the church can do a better job like i feel like the church needs to evangelize like they, we need more evangelization like church isn't just sunday mass I didn't know that until after I had my conversion, right? Like, I didn't know anything about adoration. Mm-hmm. I knew about confession. That's it. Like, adoration, masses, weekly masses. I had no idea that was a thing. I was like, what? You celebrate mass every day? And they're half an hour? What? It's <laughs> crazy. Like, can we have that one during Because Sunday? that's what the priests do every day. <laughs> <laughs> they're right, not just working on Sundays. They're not just here on Sundays. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, was, I had no idea. I was clueless. Um, and... You know, uh, being catechized is really important when you're young, right? So I didn't know that. And so when I heard Jackie's talks on YouTube, mm-hmm. I was legit like, oh, my gosh. Like, she literally specified, like, if you want to be able to fight temptations, fight evil, like, be able to stand up and, like, not keep falling over and over again, you need to find the sacraments, right? Like, confession, mass, daily mass. So I started going to mass daily and stuff, and... It helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this helps. <laughs> this is great. Who knew? <laughs> she clearly knew. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but it was like really like it. she taught me. Like I learned a lot through her. 
And um, I was very like, wow, amazing. Like I, and that's why I wanted to meet her. Mm -hmm. I met her at the first Durango. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the way she talked about it. And, and I feel like for people who are starting their journey, it's great. Like you said, it's fantastic. Like you're, you're converting, like you have this, this need, this mm -hmm. want it's for teens. It's perfect. But when you're coming to a different stages of your spiritual life, that there, there needs something different. You need something more, there needs to be more depth. They need to be more, uh, keeping it real. Yes. Authenticity. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're not authentic. I'm just saying it depends. I think there's speakers for different stages of yeah. different types of conference for different stages of your spiritual life. I think. I think one of my biggest fears, though, is sometimes I think. What if, though, we're the outliers, for example, like what if what we're talking about and the experiences we're having is just not common amongst a lot of catholics who do get into it like what if a lot of them just are like yeah no we go all in and it's just like it's easy we really it's gave all, up it's all in like we it's gave fine. up everything and that's it and there it was are people awesome. like that there are people like that i've met a few people like that yeah you don't think there's anything that they're actually working through i feel like they are right like i think it really depends like i think it, it depends on the person i think it depends mm -hmm. on their experiences before the conversion i think it depends on their personality Mm -hmm. like they're you know like how every child is born with their own yeah um what do you call it not personality yeah personality like their own traits traits their own el genio el genio like their I own, yeah i would say their own um, oh gosh what's it called temperament temperament they're born with their own temperament so i think it depends if you have maybe for people who have more gentle temperaments and mm -hmm. they're more like it might actually be that way for them because it's just easy going. Like you just accept it. You go, you do, you like God's way of like, working yeah, with like you Yeah, like even outside of the faith, you have people who are very go with the flow, like whenever, whatever people happens, peaceful. it's fine. Like people are just, you know, we're good, we're chilling. Yeah, ch kids who don't ever rebel against their parents. And yeah. And just like, okay, I never rebelled. I was I just never a good kid, I you never know? needed like wanting a moment to rebel. I just, for some reason, you know, like some That's fair. That's fair. I was yeah. a rebel. I was rebellious. I was. So know. yeah, maybe you're right. There's definitely those. I think groups. it depends on the temperament. I do. I do so then, that. would you, again, because my fear was like, yeah, what if we're the outliers? But then I want to believe everyone's probably struggling or dealing with something that they're going through. Everyone has but their cross. Yeah, I wouldn't say outliers. I would just say like different. I think everybody just yeah, struggles with different, different things, problems. and it's just different for everybody. Yeah. Like you know, my cross might seem like, you know heavy to me but for somebody else that's going through something completely different it might be like so much harder something else. like their cross is really heavy for me it would probably i wouldn't be able to to hold it i wouldn't be able to deal with it yeah. i think that's why everybody has their own crosses it might mm -hmm. be small to you for somebody but they might be like heavy for them heavy for them like it depends right like there's oh, yeah. a lot of that's fair. i think it just depends on the person that's why i said like god works with everyone differently because we're all so unique Every single one of us is unique. So the way he works with each one of us is totally, it'll be different for me than it is to you, than it is to you. Because he knows us. Yeah. He knows what works and what doesn't work. He knows his kids. So, like I said, with me, it's like, all there was nothing. a point when I, I was wondering, like, is being, it's wanting to be part of religion or like a faith, like a personality trait. <laughs> like I was wondering that. Like yeah. some people are just born to want to be religious and some people are don't I don't know. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Like some people are just I don't know. Their, their calling is like their vocation is very very 
like they're very aware of it since they're kids. I think that's a gift, though. I believe that's a gift. Like Padre Pio had that when he was little. He knew he was going to be a priest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some people are just, they know. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, did I ever think about being a nun when I was little? Nope. I did not. <laughs> I did not think about that. I thought about, I don't even remember what I thought about. But yeah. I think with some people, it's just, it's a grace that he gives certain individuals for whatever reason, for the, what, the reasons that God sees fit. You know, some people are just came into this world to just, like for me, I'm like, I feel like I came into the world to take everybody else's burden. <laughs> and Do not, you see it as a blessing though? Or would you rather live in kind of like that bliss? Mm. Or like not bliss, you know what I mean? Like that, uh, yeah, that, like, I think, that like temperament. That, that I think of... sometimes I'm like, I'm, I, I welcome it and I'm like, okay. But sometimes it's hard. Like it hurts. Like it's very painful. Mm-hmm. I feel like no one thinks about me. And that selfishness comes into like, you know, when is it going to be my turn? When is someone going to take care of me? Why do I have to take care of everybody? Like you start questioning, like, why is this happening? Yeah. And I remember I asked a priest that and he was like, Diana, you know, Jesus came into this world to take everybody else's burden. No one thought about him. It's like, yeah, but that he's God. It's totally different. <laughs> he kind of, you know, he knew what he was getting himself into. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was just born into this. <laughs> like, he didn't ask me. <laughs> so I think everyone's just called to something specifically. But I feel like with me, specifically, just because of the way, like, like the job that I've chosen. Yeah. My, like, the way my life has, everything, like, I feel like there's... There's this burden. It's not a burden. It's like a, like a, like a, I feel like everything's just on my shoulder, on my shoulders. And I think that's where the trust comes in, where it's like, where God is like, why are you taking it Mm -hmm. on you? This isn't a burden for you to take. If you give it to me, then we can do this together. You know what I mean? To me, it's like, uh, just to kind of jump in there. It's one I've always um, seen though, like those struggles, like you're talking about, like, as in a way if you can turn it you can turn it into those amazing blessings for others like you're saying though having those experiences give you a better understanding of how to help other people going through very like hard times right because like you said no one's gonna know what that feels like unless you really have been through it yourself and even then the other person's experience will be slightly different but the idea is you're the closest way to connect to that person than Mm -hmm. someone who probably has never gone through anything like that right so um in a way there is like a grace and a blessing too like you're saying okay yeah there's the grace and blessing temperament of being like oh you know i just follow god's path and that's it but that person will be very unequipped to help someone you know like you said going through stuff that Mm -hmm. they've never experienced and so they'll be like what do you mean just pray or just trust god it's just like what does that even mean like i that doesn't work for me right if like that like that idea doesn't happen so you come in having gone through it and gone through the hard journey of figuring it all out can maybe somehow bridge that gap, mm-hmm. right? So in a way, you can turn it into a blessing if you're able to go through it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a lot harder. Um, and I think this kind of this thought comes from this idea that I so desperately just want to categorize and figure out 
not what the best way is. I was just about to say but that. But like, I was you just know, how this all that, works. Like, I wish there was just like a little guidebook that yeah. God created. It's like, okay, so trauma look, kid, like, trauma <laughs> kid, or, you know, like, yeah. sheltered, shel- okay, sheltered. <laughs> so I can I go, say. this is, as a sheltered kid, <laughs> my so, tree, so I go nice. like left, right here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, that would be really great. That'd be really nice. Right. I'd be like, wow, okay. I think, yeah, that's why you said, like, some people, that's why God gives gifts to certain people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a person who's had a really easy, not easy, but, like, they've yeah. been, they've had a path that's pretty easy going, like, not a lot and of... And their temperament makes it easy for them to kind of Makes it easier just, for yeah. them to just kind of, then their, their calling might be something completely different yeah. than somebody who maybe has gone through a lot of other, tra- like, turmoil and and suffering and pain and they have to you're sort of like a stepping stone that god will use for somebody who might not know him right yeah so like i think i think there's god uses all of our talents and he also uses all of all of the bad things that happens to us Mm -hmm. he will use it for his own good some way or another essentially basically everyone plays a a role if they play their role right right if you accept right because we're talking about this temperament now i'm imagine i do remember like meeting some people and some nuns and priests who i remember the comments would be like oh my god they're so cute and they're just so like happy all the time but then that's what they're almost like the hope of like they give people hope like yeah oh my gosh life could be that great I know. But you ask them, though, to connect to your life, and they may not be able to because they're like, oh, I don't know. But, they but can maybe still, their role yeah. is just to bring hope into you. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I really connected with um, the scene as Saint Teresa Lucio, for example. Like, she's so just there, like, loving God, right? Like, that's what I, when I think of her and what, like, the beauty that she brings into the Catholic Church is just that idea of, it can be, be that simple. yeah like yeah i guess coming from like a shy person mm-hmm. like, yeah she like, was like her you know, life like, was based on like like everything she did was with love but she also had a very sheltered life right like mm-hmm. her parents were saints for crying exactly out right her like whole her whole saint. family saint. but she was very and she even said it she was yeah. like if god hadn't taken care of me and, and kept me this way i would have been the biggest sinner so god like sort of like kept her intact mm-hmm for his purpose because he needed her for to bring hope to other people to teach other people about love um i love saint Therese; she's fantastic i my first saint that i ever encounter i read her book i cried like a baby i was like i wish i was like her and that was when i've had my first conversion tell me how after i tried reading that book like when i was going through my storms i was like man she had a so she easy. had a great life life's like, easy it was so easy for her what do you mean of course it's easy to love god when you're in a common when you're 15 like for crying out loud <laughs> i was really upset with her of i was course. like it totally doesn't yeah. make sense i don't relate to you and i started relating more with saints who struggled more because i was struggling i was going through a lot but when i had my first conversion i was like oh my gosh like i was so in love with god i was like oh i love I get her it, yeah. i get it like i get why you love him and like i was <laughs> But she lived her life in through all of that. But she chose, she chose that. But she also had a grace. God gave her a grace. Yeah. He kept her. Um, doesn't mean she didn't suffer. She did suffer greatly, but she offered up everything to God. Everything, all her sufferings and all of her work. She was like everything. If you do things without love, like, and she was like, I'm the little per, I'm the littlest the one little flower, that you know God has to flower. pick me. She put so all her trust her in Him. She put all of her trust, like everything she was, everything she did, she put it in his hands. 
and that what that's what makes a difference and because she had a loving home she had her parents who loved her taught her about god like if you see her upbringing she was she was so like like god was in the center of all yeah, of their relationship yeah exactly so she I knew god from a young she age. was able to trust him completely and unconditionally i'm not saying that it's that that's harder for someone who perhaps came from a home that you didn't have your parents you didn't have you know you didn't did she go through hardships i don't really when she was young she lost her mother yeah okay she lost her mom and she struggled a lot up until i just remember the covenant i'm coming the convent thing where she just made mistakes a lot but then she just kept praying and doing her thing and Mm -hmm. then yeah so that's all i remember when she was little she was very uh, emotional she said she was very sentimental like she would cry for everything Mm -hmm. she thought that as a heart she saw that as a hardship that she cried for everything (laughs) but then she said god fixed that and god really helped her through that and she had a uh a was it a conversion i guess her first conversion with our lady yeah and she was like i never cried again and she was just like and those are graces that god gives us she was also really young really willing and openly right but god did it for a reason to teach us something i'm not saint trez 100 percent not saint trez i feel like i'm Saint Peter, <laughs> yeah, that was I told Stubborn, you that. That's what we're like, telling you. Angry all the, the time. Other thing we're talking <laughs> like a hard-headed man Peter. who was like, God is like, I'm oh gonna yeah, because we were talking about drowning like, too. Go. You're like, I just love I feel like I'm drowning. I'm just drowning. I'm like, where have I seen that? Where like Jesus <laughs> saying, you don't You're have like, to drown. You can just get up and walk. But you're like, no, I'm gonna drown. That's literally me. Yeah, that's me all the time. <laughs> Yeah, actually, father told me that once. He's like, like, St. Peter, Diana. I was like, I'm not St. Peter. (laughs) Hey, but St. Peter was closest. I'm like, but he loves St. Peter. Like, no, I'm never going to be a pope. (laughs) St. Peter? He, like, (laughs) doubted him, too. Like He he, doubted. He he rejected him three times. (laughs) I look at St. Peter, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I totally relate to you. And he's still the father, like. The father of the church. And then I always think of St. Paul, what he says. He's like, you know, my grace is sufficient, you know. I will, my grace, I will be the one to kind of stand out because you are the biggest sinner. You are the worst of the worst. Um, And I'm like, okay, I believe that, bro. But like when. No, it's true though. And again, it makes sense though, right? The greatest sinners will always, not always, but the greatest sinners have the greatest capacity to be closest to Christ because they understand a lot of more pain and like they, it's just there's a deeper understanding of things, right? Well, where there's more sin, more grace. There's there's more mercy there. Like God literally will, like He's closest to the sinners because that's where He, like when He came into the world, He was always with sinners because He's like, who needs a doctor? People who are sick. So if you're sick, you need Jesus. <laughs> it's literally it. Like He was literally like He's a doctor. He's there to heal and fix, and we just have to let Him. And, you know, we are all a work in progress, like all of us. Yeah, uh, but is it more so, like, because he's a doctor, that's why he's closest to the sinners? Or is it more because, in the end, if you go through the hardship of, the, like, if you go through that difficulty and get out of it, you understand the work of Jesus better, right? Like, it's easier, like, okay, use the doctor analogy for a second. It's like, sorry, use the doctor analogy for one second where it's like, oh, the doctor's great, he put a Band-Aid on me. And so you're like, God's great because he does this, it's amazing. Versus God is amazing because he healed me from cancer. It's like you kind of can speak more to the 
power of what God was capable of doing. Well, yeah, he'll use that to make himself, to show his greatness, right? Yeah. Um, but also, like, if you think about it, like, when you're sick, everybody goes into the hospital for different reasons. Like, some people have broken bones. Some people have just the flu, and they just mm -hmm. need a little checkup. Uh, some people have, like, a little cut, and then you just need some stitches. Some people have, like, you know, surgeries. They have to go into surgery. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone goes to the hospital for different reasons. Yeah. And so, like, the doctor, depending on what the reason is, he will do what he needs to do to fix it. Right? Um, so but he's with everyone. That's, that's the point. That's with everyone, right? Like, I think we're all sick and we all yeah. can show God's mercy and his love through our actions and how he's healed us, right? Um, and I think he uses it, right, to show how much he loves us and how much he loves humanity. I think we're getting into something really interesting, but I know you guys have to go, so uh, we'll just wrap it up for here today. And then... You'll just have to come back again part and continue. Yeah, continue in part two. Oh, with Diana. Well, not even part two. Part three, yeah, part the, Diana the, the Diana series. The Diana series. The Diana series. Episode one. For yeah. I like that a so, lot. <laughs> how are you doing this week? <laughs> well, this week was actually positive. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's just you have great energy too. Therapy sessions like, with Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back, okay? <laughs> <laughs>